0: Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing preferred returns versus cash distributions. Have you always wanted to invest in real estate but didn't have the time, didn't know where to find the deals? couldn't get the funding, and didn't want tenants calling you? Since 2006, I've been buying income producing properties in great locations that provide us with consistent passive income while we wait for appreciation in the future and take advantage of tax laws while we're waiting. And unlike your financial advisor, we invest alongside our investors in every property we purchase. Check out investwithharborside.com. If you like the idea of investing in real estate, if you like the idea of passive income, partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. In episode SS103, I discussed what a preferred return is. In this episode, we're going to discuss what is the difference between preferred returns and cash distributions. I was recently speaking with an investor, and they're asking why their first quarterly distribution was not exactly a quarter of 7%, 7% being the preferred return for this deal. The simple explanation is preferred returns do not equal cash distributions. The preferred return, or PREF, is the minimum percentage before an investment manager can share in the profits cash distributions are the actual distributions that are paid out to investors in other words the money being deposited into your bank account each distribution period quarterly distributions are typical and cash distributions are rarely the same amount each period so each real estate syndication is different properties differ conditions differ problems differ which requires each syndication to have a different business plan and it takes time for the operators to implement the business plan in order to generate more revenue in most real estate syndications though distributions will increase throughout the investment whole period i've pastly invested into some value-add deals where i've not received any distributions for the first one or two years and some construction projects do not start paying distributions until year three or four during this time you may not be receiving a cash distribution but your preferred return is still accruing which is very important which has to be paid out to you prior to operators sharing the profit. In one deal, there were no distributions for the first two years. The operators had a more aggressive business plan that had them renovating about 5% of the units each month. With this type of business plan, you need to retain all cash flow in order to cover operational expenses, since you might have consistently a 15 to 20% vacancy rate throughout the property during the first 24 months. Now, the reason being is when you're performing value-add business plan and renovating units and the contractor says it will take two weeks to renovate each unit, the unit's going to be down for much longer than two weeks. First, you need the current tenant to leave. They're not renewing their lease and they move. Second, is assessing the unit and doing the work. Yes, the work might take just two weeks, but they most likely have other units to do first and this unit is just added to their to-do list. Third is renting the unit after the renovation has been completed. Now the whole process could take two to three months from the old tenant leaving to the new tenant actually moving in and paying. Because when someone wants to move into an apartment, it might not be for three weeks down the road, or a month down the road, or even more. So you have to take this into consideration. Typically this is not what our firm does. We will stagger renovations. We have a contractor who is able to renovate, say, four units per month, and we will then make sure these units are available for that renovation. If we have more vacancies than the contractor's capacity, we will clean and re-rent the excess units. In a perfect world, you would only have about four vacancies at a time, but we might have four to six or four to eight because we want to make sure there is consistent flow of units for the contractor to renovate. You don't want them waiting for units to renovate. Yes, you could hire another contractor, but then there is more down units and less cash flow. It's also more construction to manage. It's important to understand that in most value-add projects, you're taking a property that is an operating business and then slightly disrupting it over a two to three year period in order to make it more efficient and more profitable. As a property renovation process progresses, units are renovated and re-rented at higher rates. Cash distributions will then steadily rise over the whole period. So how do I know what the potential cash distributions will be in a deal? Well, when reviewing an investment offering you will see a preferred return and then you will see a section named projected returns or simply returns and this section will have the projected returns over the hold period if it is a projected seven-year hold there will be a column for each year and in each column you will see a cash on cash return for that specific year and that is where you can find and review the estimated cash distributions obviously these are all estimates it's all pro forma but it's what they're thinking with what their business plan is including now, most of our value ideals will have a 7% or 8% preferred return, with a cash-on-cash cash return that will begin around 5% year one and grow from there. Usually by year two or three, the cash distributions are exceeding the preferred return. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then.